Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of Ephesians 6. Going to see if we can close out Ephesians today. (laughs) We're right at the end of the chapter. But I did want to back up and just remind us of what we've seen and what the Lord is saying to us. Okay, I think this is so important. Uh, Going back to verse 10 of chapter 6, the Spirit is leading Paul to say, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the might of his power. Then verse 11, he said, Put on the full armor of God so that you'll be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Don't forget, the enemy has a scheme. He has a plan against you. And we're told four times in this passage to stand, to stand. Verse 12 tells us what we're really battling. He says, for our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. So verse 13 brings a a term of conclusion. Therefore, take up the full armor of God. Notice there's action involved with that. We are told to take it up so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. So he says, take up this armor of God, put on this armor of God, do it consistently to where you're able to resist the evil day. And boy, do we not live in an evil day. And then having done everything to stand firm. Then the first thing in verse 14, stand firm, therefore. And then he tells us what this armor consists of. It's just a, a picture of what we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Having girded your loins with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So we have truth. We have righteousness. Verse 15, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We have the gospel. We have peace. Verse 16, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So he's telling us, he said, we have faith, and that faith is the shield that protects us from the evil thoughts that the enemy sends our way. Verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So our salvation is protecting our minds, protects our brain, literally. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, to use that. And then he tells us in verses 18, 19, and 20 to pray. Verse 18, he says, pray and have petition at all times in the Spirit, and particularly with this in view, that you be on the alert and that you persevere in petition for all the saints. And we have a role and responsibility to pray for one another, to persevere in this, okay? and to do so at all times in the Spirit. And then he refers to himself in verse 19. You'll, you'll remember this. To pray on my behalf. And what he desired was that he would have utterances that would come from his mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel. Then he declares that he was an ambassador, an ambassador in chains. But he wanted to be able to speak boldly the way he's supposed to speak. Notice again that he didn't say, hey, pray for me to be released from prison. Pray for me to get away from these rats and these cockroaches and this filth in this prison. Or pray that I will have more food or pray that I'll have more water or pray that I find favor with the powers that be. There's nothing necessarily wrong with praying any of that. But his primary goal was that um, he would have the boldness to speak forth the utterances that God wanted him to open his mouth 
And for Paul to pray that, someone that we so often think, well, he just sort of had that quote naturally, unquote, nothing could be further from the truth. Then in closing everything, verse 21, Paul's continuing to speak, but that you also may know about my circumstance, how I am doing, Tychicus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord will make everything known to you. So apparently Tychicus right here, who he describes as a beloved brother, as a faithful minister in the Lord, he's apparently the one who would bring this letter to them from Paul to the churches in Ephesus. And he said, he'll catch you up on everything. He'll tell you what's going on. Then verse 22, he says, I've sent him to you for this very purpose so that you may know about us and that he may comfort your heart. See, there's always this struggle within the body of Christ and his believers of what you share and how much is to be known, etc. Paul wanted them to know what was going on with him. And it wasn't a pretty scene, more than likely. And he was sending somebody that would give the details. He didn't give all the details in the letter. He sort of set the scene for him. But he said, he'll let you know what's going on. He'll tell you what's happening with us. We need to let the fellow portions of the body of Christ know what's going on. Too often we think that we're being disruptive or we're being distractive. A lot of times that arises because of individuals <laughs> that are being disruptive and that are distractive and that are just, oh, woe is meest. You know, every time they open their mouth, it's, oh, you know, this is going on, this is going on, this is going on. And, and it's like they will not receive anything from the Lord. They won't receive any word of encouragement, exhortation from the body. They just have that spirit of Eeyore upon them all the time. And so what he's saying is I'm sending this guy to you where he can tell you what's going on with us. But then notice this, and that he may comfort your heart. So they were obviously concerned about Paul and the things that they were reading uh, in this letter things that were said overtly, the things that were in between the lines might have brought discomfort. They might have been concerned. He said, no, he'll comfort your hearts. He'll comfort your hearts related to me. He'll comfort your heart related to what you are going through and what the Lord's doing. Now, the last two verses of the entire letter, verse 23, peace be to the brethren and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So you see this little closing doxology. He speaks peace upon them. He speaks love with faith, not just love of the soulish realm, not just love of the flesh, not just love of an academic understanding, but love with faith. If the love we have isn't combined together with faith, then it isn't the fullness of the love that the Lord has for us for one another. And then he declares where this love comes from, from the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Then verse 24 Grace be with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ with incorruptible love. Well, love that cannot be corrupted. King James says this, Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. To the Ephesians written from Rome by Tychicus. It, it adds that little addendum right there. And so, um, uh, translators there believe that Tychus was the one that actually uh, wrote it down as Paul uh, spoke forth this letter, wrote it down, and then he would have been the one that delivered it. Uh, peace, love with faith, grace, 
be upon all those who love the Lord Jesus Christ. What a great declaration. And what a great way uh, to end a letter, to end all meetings, to begin all meetings. Paul often started with grace, often ended with grace. Well, I hope that you've received some things from Ephesians with just this first go-through. As I've said many times before, I would really, really, really encourage you to make Ephesians one of the primary uh, letters that you read repeatedly over and over. I do not believe you can read it too much. Every time you read it, the Lord will speak to you and will uh, bring you illumination and enlightenment and revelation. He will show you things. He will tie things together from other portions of the Word of God, and He will speak to you about what He's doing in your life at this very moment. Uh, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, as always, share about these times right here, and I'll see you again next time.